Good morning, good morning, good fam. Thanks for taking the time to listen to a Space to Create podcast. Appreciate you taking the time. Man, I'm geeked up, man. We're at the end of another week. want to remind everybody we're in the fourth quarter. We're in the fourth quarter of 2020, and we're on the back end of the fourth quarter. We had that, uh, we had that final media timeout in the college game with four minutes left to play, and it's just time to, to buckle down, focus up, sharpen up, and just try to execute as much as possible. Uh, heading into the new year. want to start out with our, our shout outs really quick. want to give a quick shout out to my brother Trevor Alexander with Save and Sip. You can find him on Instagram, Save and Sip, also on YouTube. Uh, he's got a, a new virtual online learning class going on. Uh, he's giving away six virtual sessions. It comes with a whole bundle package. It's an amazing thing, man. It's a fun way to learn financial literacy. Uh, and he's doing great things uh, in our world and in our community. Uh, by educating people with financial literacy, man. Amazing thing with Save and Sip. Give them a shout. Give them, check them out. Check them out. Also, uh, Higher Level's first ever sponsor, uh, Alan Johnson with AJ Team Realty of Keller Williams. Uh, AJ is one of the top realtors in the country. Uh, if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, invest, whatever it is you're looking to do with the home, uh, AJ Team Realty can definitely help you with it. You can check him out on Facebook. He's uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, got a website, AJ Team Realty, for all your home buying and selling needs. Get with AJ Team. Also, my good friend Joey Butler at Sports Haven Brand. He does all of our apparel, our sweatsuits, our shirts, jerseys, things of that nature. Joey Butler is our point of contact. Uh, great guy, basketball mind. He's very active in our community as well. Uh, we'll give him a shout, Joey Butler at Sports Haven Brand.com. Uh, you can find him online. You can also find him on Instagram. Good rates great quality stuff man great quality stuff uh so it's been it's been a unique time you know we all know it we're right at the end of 2020 there's many of people that have just felt like this has been the worst year ever and then there's many people that feel like this has been the best year ever and it just reminds me of a of a book that i just started to read um a tale of two cities and the first line in the book uh and i quote it was the best of times and it was the worst of times and it was amazing, like when I when I first read the first line, I was like, wow. Because that line in itself, it just offers some level of perspective. Um, and I just call it pandemic perspective. Uh, you know, where, you know, there were people that, you know, lost jobs and, you know, uh, family members passed. I mean, it was a major, you know, a major, major uh, crisis across our country. And then there were others who, you know, welcomed new members to their family with babies and, you know, children and grandchildren. Uh, there are other people that were able to gain, you know, new opportunities, start businesses, uh, grab new jobs and and uh, and create uh, different situations for themselves. Uh, so that pandemic perspective is, you know, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. But there were a lot of good things that came out of out of this particular time frame. And uh, I would say, you know, take a minute. You can pause this podcast. During the, month, during the year of 2020, we can count everything bad that took place. We, it's been talked about all over the news and CNN and it's online. It's all over the place. We saw all of the bad stuff that happened. Some of us are mourning the losses of, of family members. A lot of things happened that were life altering and in bad ways. But this is also the best of times because what we know is that in the middle of a crisis, great opportunities arise. 
So I would say, you know, take a minute and jot down in your phone notes or pen and pad and just take take a few minutes and think about some great things that have come out of the year 2020, some great things that have come out of this pandemic. You take that moment, you can pause if you need to. Uh, also, every single year, you know, I, I pray that everyone had a, a safe, happy and fun Thanksgiving uh, in the year 2020. It was unique. They were telling us not to spend much time together uh, due to, you know, the spread of this virus and all that good stuff, all that bad stuff. And I pray that everybody had a happy and safe uh, holiday weekend. Every year, you know, my family, like most, uh, you know, we ask the question, you know, what are you thankful for from this year? And I was thankful for a, a number of things. And one of the things that I remember being thankful for was, you know, being able to spend time with family and it not just be a birthday or a funeral or Christmas. Just more time spent just hanging around each other, watching movies, <clears throat> singing songs, meeting up just to throw food on the grill and just break bread. Just a great time. I'm very thankful that I was just able to spend more time with my family and less time at work. Less time at work. Another thing that I was thankful for is on the work front, the opportunities that came by way of the pandemic were incredible. More free time to think, brainstorm, generate ideas. Just took a sip of some essential water. This water is bomb. Uh, you know, so on my, my job, business and platform, we were still able to to get out and work with kids and work with professionals and work with, you know, college students, uh, college players, uh, you know, on a basketball front and just continue their development because those players, they have goals. They're on a mission. They're trying to, you know, keep scholarships and win championships. Many college players want to play pro. Many high school kids want to get to the college level. Many pros want to, you know, get themselves into situations where they can win championships and and earn contract extensions, things of that nature. We were still able to get out and, and help. Major things, major things. So, I mean, I'm thankful for, you know, those things. I didn't want to go too far into it. I would also say that, you know, there were some great things that came out of 2020. Also, what are you thankful for in 2020? So I would take a, take a moment and jot those things down, jot them down. What are some great things that happened in 2020? What are some things that you're thankful for? You know, I, you know, in 2020, these great things happen. I am thankful for, you know, just write down a few things that that come to mind. Let's take a moment to do that. Uh, next point, you know, uh, we I've been doing a lot of one liners and posters on uh, on Instagram, just trying to change the way that our content looks um, by way of social media. And we've been doing a lot of one-liners that we say frequently. And one of them that I like to say to the kids is, and not just the kids, basketball players, but kids just in our community, and even you know some of my colleagues, is to pursue your passion with purpose. I'll say it again. Pursue your passion with purpose. Many of us, you know, the term is, you know, I, I do what I gotta do. I do what I gotta do. I do what I gotta do. And many of us, we, we approach certain tasks with, a, you know, this this lackluster, lackadaisical, you know, attitude. But just we just got to do it. Just got to do it just to get it done. But the thing is, when you're doing something that you're passionate about, 
you're going to do it. You're going to be all in. You're going to be committed, dedicated. You're going to do everything you can to get it done. Pursue your passion with purpose. Your purpose is your why. Your passion is your desire to, to do it. The, the want and the will to get it done. Pursuing it is just going after it. Pursue your passion with purpose. If you got a pen and paper, write that down. Pursue your passion with purpose. Uh, I'll never forget, you know, my dad asked me to coach a recreational team when I was in high school. I was probably 16 years old. And um, my younger brothers were playing on that team and they were eight. You know, so all the kids were seven, eight. Little dudes, little, little dudes, you know, acorn heads. I'm talking about they were out there and they were working hard. And I didn't know it. At first, I was just doing it. But after the first day, I realized, yo, this is an opportunity for me. This is, I can make this fun for the kids. So I would, you know, when my high school practices were done as a player, I would go over to the recreational center once, maybe twice a week and work with this team. And I was, I had plays. I would name the plays, things that they would remember, pizza, brownies, cookies. I would name the, the plays, stuff like that, because they would remember it. And it was fun. So they were... Uh, with the book, uh, you know, Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is uh, talking about auto-suggestion. They were able to attach emotion with action. So when I said, you know, when I called a play pizza, they instantly got it happy and excited to get into this play. It was the funniest thing. I never thought that, you know, there were psychological advances other than making it fun while doing that. But anywho, just in reference to me pursuing my passion, it started there. It started there. And once I was no longer playing college basketball and I got injured, I started coaching more. My stepmother, she recognized that, you know, basketball. My stepmother recognized that, you know, basketball was something that I really enjoyed doing. I, she recognized that. She ended up finding a, a local boys and girls club um, you know, once she found it, I started to get involved in the Boys and Girls Club and started coaching there. Uh, from there, you know, I met a number of people. I started coaching AAU when I was probably 20 or 21 with some guys in the area. And then I met, you know, my good buddy, Alan Johnson uh, from the AJ team. And he just, he inspired me or he encouraged me to start my own program. Uh, and that's how he pretty much became our first uh, sponsor, which takes me to another point, man. I think is is vital. Our success. I mean, I think uh, I think having good mentors in our life is vital to our success because uh, you have mentors that have they've been there, they've seen it, they've done it, they've gone down that path already, and so they can shine some light on what it takes to get a number of things done. But also, you know, having a big brother or a mentor, so to speak. Uh, they see something in you that you might not necessarily see in yourself. And I had, I was not thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about starting a program. I, I remember wanting to be at, at some level of a guidance counselor, but didn't want to be in school that long and college that long to do it. But I knew I wanted to be in a gym with kids. And that's what I was starting to do. Uh, you know, where then I met Alan Johnson and, and God just puts people on your path. Uh, especially when you're on the right path, he puts people on your path to, to help you along the way. And Alan, uh, he, he backed me and supported me, you know, with starting 
uh, the higher level basketball club. And, you know, now with, you know, 15 teams, 15 travel teams, along with 300 players that we train from, from elementary to the pro levels, uh, I never saw this coming. But I ended up, you know, and it's and not everybody, you know, should do this, but I ended up, you know, quitting jobs and just pursuing uh, the thing I was passionate about, which wasn't just basketball, but it was the influence that I had on kids through basketball. That's what it was. My passion was was helping kids through the sport. It just I enjoyed doing that. And so I pursued it relentlessly. And, you know, and I, I landed different opportunities by way of it from coaching, you know, at one of the top high schools in the country at Paul VI Catholic and, you know, coaching at Bowie State and, you know, working with different pros and, and being involved in the, the Nike Jabber Kenner League every summer. You know, those opportunities all came just from uh, pursuing my passion. So pursue your passion with purpose. Um, also, it's a book I've been reading uh, called The Art of Stopping Time. It's an incredible book. It has about 300 concepts in it. It just talks about different things. And each concept is like a page and a half. And it just gives perspective on, you know, different things. Things you wouldn't really think about. Uh, some things we do every day and don't think about as well. And the last, one of the things I read, I read last night was, um, it was about if you were on your deathbed. And people always ask, you know, what would your older self say to your younger self? And that's pretty much what the concept was. Well, if you were lying on your deathbed, what would you tell yourself, your younger self? What advice would you give your younger self? So last night I took a few minutes and meditated, cut off, I cut off everything. I would suggest you do the same. I cut everything off, left my phone somewhere in the room. I cut the lights off, cut TVs, it was nothing on. All I could hear was, was the air conditioning unit running or the heat running is what I could hear. And I just sat in silence. Eyes closed, laid back, cleared my mind, and uh, and I just kind of sat with that thought. You know, am I wasting time? Are you attacking your purpose? What would you tell yourself? And what I came up with was Darius. So everything that you've written down and thought about doing, do it right now. Don't wait. Do it now. I'm the I'm a master procrastinator. I can come up with a lot of ideas, but I will procrastinate. And with a clear mind. Do it now. Do everything you want to do right now. Every idea, everything you want to see, you do it right now. And that's what I would, that's what I'm telling myself now, because that's what I would tell my younger self, which is right now. I would suggest take a moment and and really meditate. Give yourself five, ten minutes, five, ten minutes, three minutes, whatever it takes, however long you can, you can stand it, try to clear your mind and ask yourself, what would you tell your younger self? If you were lying on your deathbed, what would you tell your younger self? Your present feeds your past. Your present feeds your future. I'll say this again. Your present feeds your past. Your present feeds your future. All we have is right now. What we do right now is what becomes the past every second. What we do currently in the moment is what becomes our past. What we do right now feeds our future. So what we're doing right now is ultimately what's going to continue to materialize in front of us every day in our future. I love that. Kind of came up with that last night. Let's make the investment today. Let's make the investment. Your present feeds your past, your present feeds your future. Um, 
chest like since Thanksgiving, I've been feeling heavy the last seven days. But since Thanksgiving, I've been loading up on cookies, cake. I've been eating everything, eating all all food I can get my hands on, just eating double portions and feeling heavier. Invest in yourself and own it. Feed your future. So what I did yesterday was I cut my meals back down, become more efficient in my eating, and got back to working out one day. And the scale is different. I'm lighter. I feel trimmer just in one day. And that that quote, I think about that quote, you know, when it comes down to that. So and I would say just, you know, let's make the investment today in ourselves, invest in the people around us and own it. Give love to receive love. Give it. Give love to receive love. Even if you don't receive the love, just give it anyway. We never know who needs it. We never know who needs it. Um, last thing I'll really uh, jump into really quick. Uh, it's the, the college basketball season, baby. It's here. It is here. Uh, watch, you know, it's, this is that time of year where we, got, we all got non-conference games. And so we're, we're watching, you know, SEC teams against ACC and, you know, back and forth. We're watching some of these older veteran teams beating a lot of younger teams right now at the moment. And I think that's a, that's a fun thing. I, I love Coach Calipari because he knows every year I'm taking young players. And he knows that he has to teach these guys. He's got to teach players. You got to teach them. You got to teach them. Not just your system, but you have to teach them how to win in basketball. How to think in basketball and also how to win in life. And he's, I love it. I use him as an example, not to say that anybody, no, no one else is doing that. But we have to take the time to teach our players. I just, um, I've been feeling that, you know, we have a, we have a, a system in basketball where if a player can't do it, our next thing is to find someone that can do it rather than creating a system that teaches players how to do it. It's almost like certifying your employees, create a certification program for your employees. That way, you know, they're getting the training. Certify your players every day so that they're equipped to handle a trap so that they're equipped to make a skip pass. Equip and, and train and certify your players to read defenses and to play one on one defense. We have to certify our players by teaching them every day invest in them teach our players the game uh also i mean in reference to us as coaches i think a lot of us we get stagnant we teach only what we know but as coaches we have to get better as well so we have to require ourselves to read more read more books obtain more education study and continue to grow as coaches what we learn when we read and we study is we learn different not just different plays but we learn different ways to, to convey our message and to get the best out of our players and to get our point across, you know, to our players. One of my favorite high school basketball coaches, highly successful guy, has been a head coach coming up on 20 years at the same school, has won state championships and has had a ton of success. Every time I talk to this guy, after even close to 20 years, He's, all, he's evolving all the time. He's always finding new ways to understand his players. He's finding new ways to teach his players. And he's, he's taking different approaches with these players all the time. It's not, you know, my way or the highway. It's, he's learning frequently on how to, to better 
uh, coach, mentor, and lead his players. And I love it. I love it. I mean, it's it's a testament that we never stop learning as people. Uh, even, you know, my head coach at Bowie State, Daryl Brooks, he told me. And I, he told me this when I was probably 27 or 20. He said, Darius, he said, you know, he said I was. He said he was always told that your coaching prime. It's like 58 years old, 58, 59 years old. Is your coaching prime. That's your prime. I'm hoping that my coaching prime is like a LeBron prime, because I, I mean, I think LeBron his prime was probably 27, 28, but even at 36, he doesn't. I guess you say he doesn't jump as high, but what? Like what's the you know what's a you know what's a 38 inch vertical next to a 42 you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's like it's, it looks like he just keeps getting better so we're just going to keep growing and getting better the, the more that we study and the more that we're open to learn um and just also, also in reference to college basketball i'm excited about witnessing the development of a lot of players and just seeing this level platform like there's top teams like i think gonzaga looks phenomenal they have great chemistry they have really good players I think a lot of the, 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 the college basketball level right now, I think it's, it's a level platform because, you know, veterans, the, the seniority, and as long, as long, along with chemistry uh, can compete with a team uh, that is young and very, very talented. It Like I ask you guys, is the college basketball platform, is it level? Is it level right now in the early going? just unique stuff unique stuff uh so yeah create positivity destroy negativity and above all believe i want to leave you guys with that thank you for listening you can add us on all the major social media platforms instagram twitter facebook youtube uh higher level skills academy higher level basketball club higher level sports we're all over it thanks for listening again shoot me a message shoot me a text give me a call uh if you got anything with a dialogue you know anything from this uh this podcast you were able to use if it, it helped you in any way, yep, hit a like button, retweet it, share it, let me know you listen to it. Appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen. Have a great weekend.